Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven, and with me today is not Jerry, but Jason Hewitt from Pancaked, the Pancake podcast. He's here. Hello, hello. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. We're here. (laughs) The invasion has begun. (laughs) Yeah, man. Thanks for joining me today. It's good to see you, man. It's good to see you. It's good to be back. You already know I'm a big friend of the show big fan of the show as well yeah. so it's good to be back man let's talk Panthers man I'm let's excited. do it man I mean 2-0 and oh, right no let me just let's just start off by asking like mm-hmm. you're how do you feel about this team I mean obviously we're all super excited but yeah. you're, you're looking at it from you know a former players perspective and mm-hmm. you know a professional's perspective so how are you feeling about the team honestly like it scares me because it's the Panthers, yo. Like, we know how the Panthers are. They trick us. Yeah. They trick us. They did it last year. They tricked yeah, three us last and two year. last year. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so they look really, really solid. And, like, it scares me because Darnold looks solid. The O-line, like, look, it could be better. But, I mean, like, it. I thought the O-line was going to be – a lot worse than how it's performed yeah. so far. The defense. Oh, man, the defense. I love uh, watching the defense, man. We smash heads. We move around. We get turnovers. We do everything. Like, we yeah. generate pressure. We get sacks. Like, everything you need to do as a defense, this defense is done. And I've just been so, so impressed, man. So, yeah, it's, you- it's excitement. But also, like, I'm a little cautious as well because it's the Panthers. That's what I was going to ask. Like, you know, I, I'm very excited, of course, you know, Panthers fans, we're, you know, we're going to the playoffs, we're going to the Super right. Bowl, all right, you know, that's, you know, that's right. how we feel, that's how we should feel, um, but when you look at it, you know, from the perspective of, well, you know, it was the Jets, it was the Saints with missing half their coaching staff, and, you know, and all that, which I think is a little overblown, but, you know, they looked great against the Saints, I'm taking nothing away from them against the Saints, and now we've got the Texans, who we're going to talk about here that mm-hmm. are starting David Mills at quarterback. Davis Mills. Right? At Davis quarterback. Mills. I don't even know his name. Davis Mills. At quarterback. Oh, man. I, I know about Davis Mills because he's from uh, the greater Atlanta area and I'm from the greater Atlanta area mm-hmm. as well. So like, he came up like a little, he's a, he's obviously younger than me because yeah. he's, you know, young, young, but sure. I still know of him. So it's surprising to see the Panthers play against him. So it's pretty yeah. crazy. Well, Rule was talking today about that they, you know, they know a little bit about him because they scouted him pretty hard uh, in the offseason, you know, looking at the draft. And of course, the Texans drafted him. So um, the Panthers have a little bit of knowledge about him. But, you know, it's just uh, that things seem to be really falling correctly for the Panthers so far early this season in terms of getting teams that, you know, we got Zach Wilson his very first start. We got the saints with all their problems. And now we've got Davis Mills, his very first start. Right. Things are really, you know, is it Looking smoke and mirrors? Right. Is it real? You know, you and think it's real. I mean, listen, good football is good football at the end of the day. Yeah. If the Panthers weren't real, they would struggle against these teams in my opinion, but I mean, other than, like, the one blunder that Sam Donald had this past mm-hmm. Sunday, I really haven't seen really 
bad football from this team. And it's it scares me because I mean, yeah, like teams are gonna score every now and then, but even then, like the defense has been formidable. Yeah. It's a bend but don't break defense. And so and the offense, I mean, Sam is doing his thing. Like I don't I'm so blown away by this football team. Like I'm excited, but I just feel like that one game is going to be that one game that comes when everything yeah. just comes crashing down and all the problems that everyone was bringing up, including myself, it's going to come right back to the forefront. Well, that's what we're conditioned to feel. <laughs> I feel yeah, like Panthers fans, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we had the one season where it didn't happen until the Super Bowl, unfortunately. So. Oh, oh, oh. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think if you're looking at everything, the defense – the defense is for real. Like, I don't care about the matchups. The defense is for real. They're, they're you know, going against NFL players, and they're absolutely dominating them. We haven't talked to you really since – I think we talked to you one time since the draft, but we haven't definitely haven't talked to you since the season started. Right. I know last time I talked to you, we were still both upset that we didn't draft fields. You know, that we took JC Horn. Not not that we took JC Horn. We weren't upset that we took JC Horn. We we're just upset that we didn't take fields. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling today? I feel like I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say it right here. I was wrong. Dang it. I was wrong. I'm gonna be a man about it. I was wrong. Like, yeah. We've seen what we've seen. Sam Donald has looked impressive. Sam Donald has looked impressive. J.C. Horn has looked impressive. Really impressive. He's smacking heads. He's being physical. He's being the corner that everyone has said he was going to be coming out of the draft. And I was I was a little foolish and emotional. And I was wrong. <laughs> so, hey, cheers, cheers yeah. to the defense. And cheers to Sam Donald. Hopefully he continues improving because, I mean, he has more room to grow, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean – Darnold, you know, even just outside of Darnold, J.C. Horn has looked so good. I mean, he hasn't been tested much. Only, I think, four passes thrown his way. He's scared to throw to him. And he's yeah. a baby. Yeah. He's a baby in the league. Yeah. And and I put air quotes for those who are listening. Because, right. like, listen, who, what rookie corner is not getting targeted like that? It, it's crazy to see, but it shows how much respect they have for J.C. Horn. And he's got his pick now. So, yeah. Hopefully we get this thing rolling. They're coming. They're coming. Mm -hmm. He dropped one, what, week one, I think. And, uh, or no, that was last week, right? He had to do the push-ups. Oh, that was last week. That's right, that's right. And and they were making fun of him on the broadcast for, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, not being quite as stiff as you want to be in a push-up. But uh, push-ups aside, he's looked amazing. And uh, I think I saw the passer rating against him was like a 50 or something. I mean, it's just ridiculous. he's, He's the real deal. You think we have a defensive rookie of the year case yet? Super early. Who else really has has been as impressive so far? I think I think he's gonna have to be tested some. You know, yeah. I think he's gonna have to put up he's gonna have to put up interception stats to get rookie of the year. You yeah. know how that is for for corners. Like if they're yeah, not yeah, they they like the numbers. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The but, nerds uh, love their numbers. Right. <laughs> but you know, later on down the season, we're gonna be playing some teams that they're that are gonna test him. You know, yep. we're going to be playing the Bucks twice. We're going to be playing, yep. you know, some of these stacked teams, uh, mm-hmm. the Cowboys in a couple of weeks. I mean, Cowboys in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I'm excited for that matchup. Yeah. They're going to go after him. So, and they've got some players on that defense or that, uh, that wide receiver core. So, 
But today we're here to talk about the Texans. Mm-hmm. Here to talk about Panthers at Texans. This is a Thursday night primetime game. The only primetime game for the Panthers currently on the schedule. That could change as we get mm-hmm. later in the season. The Panthers keep winning, right? Sure. Um, so we'll kind of go through our normal process here. Uh, we'll talk about any news that came up. Really, the only news is Pat Elfline has been placed on IR as of today. Mm-hmm. So Dennis Daly will start in that, that spot for him. Um, O-line in general, you mentioned it a little bit before uh, we, we kind of started talking, but not the strongest part of the team, right? No, but they haven't looked not. like a dumpster fire so far. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Right. Because we got to understand something about O-lines. The O-line is arguably the most physical position on the field because it's contact on every single play. So, you know, it's only it's only week three now. Right. Mm-hmm. Only week three. And so we got shoot, how many more weeks of the season left? We got yeah. 14 more weeks. No, 15, 15 more <laughs> weeks. That's right. I always forget that extra game. Yep. 15 more weeks of the season and the O-line's already like kind of there's some they're going down we're, yeah. we're a little down in depth right now man I don't know it's a little scary it's a little concerning but so far they look good I mean they looked impressive enough I mean they're not like oh my goodness or anything but mm-hmm. they do their job and that's what you want out of their your O-line to do their job and I feel like they've done it effectively so far so yeah they've been they've been okay They've been average, and I think yeah, they've, if been, you they've been cool. Yeah. Like, if you'd have yeah, told like, us at the beginning of the year that they were going to be average, we'd have taken that. Right? Yeah, I'd be been fine happy with about it. That. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're not, you know, the run blocking hasn't been amazing. You know, luckily we've got Christian McCaffrey who can make guys mm-hmm. miss, and he's been pulling out all of his tricks. You know, mm-hmm. and, and even last week he only like he averaged never you know, left. Right. Yeah, he looks great. Um, but, you know, in terms of running, he's not averaging those that big yards per carry that he has been. But he's just getting volume, so much volume, too much volume, you may too say. Too much volume. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I very much but, agree. Uh, I'm a little concerned about that. But. Yeah. But the yeah. O-line's looked okay. And mm-hmm. we're going to hope that it keeps looking okay. Um, now, let's speaking of the O-line, let's look at the injury reports here. Uh, mm-hmm. For the Panthers, Pat Elfline just mentioned on IR – uh, Gross Matos on the uh, injury report did not practice yesterday or today. Probably not going to play. Sounds yeah. like uh, Cam Irving. That, this is going to be a theme, right? There's a lot of offensive linemen on this list. Cam right. Irving, um, limited practice yesterday, did practice fully today. So I think we're good with him. Uh, Morgan Fox, defensive end, limited practice both days. Rule said he thinks he'll play. He's going to play. Okay. He's not gonna play. Uh, Dennis Daly on the list. Uh, full practice yesterday. No, no practice designation today. So I'm going to assume probably full practice today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor Moten, the same thing on the report, but no, no designation today. Um, and Giovanni Ricci, Tommy Trimble, both on the report, both full practice today. So really not a bad injury report. I mean, I know we're only three weeks into the season, but we've only lost one guy so far, yeah, really. So far. So. Um, looking at the Texans, of course, Tyrod Taylor. Not going to play. Already ruled out. Um, Danny Amendola did not practice. Uh, Nico Collins did not practice yesterday. Again, no practice designation today for him. But all these, all the rest of these guys did not practice. Um, Terrence Mitchell with a concussion. Uh, Camus Grugler-Hill 
linebacker. And Justin Reed did not practice. That's a big one. Um, and then, of course, they've got Deshaun Watson on the injury report, but we, we all know why he's not. Yeah, come on now. Let's so, not do that, man. <laughs> Let's not play with these people, man. Yeah, we know why he's not practicing. Yeah, um, we, we ain't got to go down that route. Right. <laughs> and we won't. We're not going to talk to Deshaun. We've talked to Deshaun Watson way too much for so many oh, different yeah. reasons over the past, mm-hmm. you know, six months or so. Um, no, no, nothing new to report there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean – obviously you know Tyrod Taylor had looked pretty good looked really good actually for the first you know game and a half um I've always liked Tyrod Taylor just never seemed to really get a chance yeah always getting replaced by a rookie it seems like basically he's (laughs) yeah he's like a better mm, he's like that Alex Smith Teddy tier but I'm not gonna disrespect him by comparing him to Teddy so He's he's like <laughs> we'll have to talk about Teddy a little bit later. Backs. Yeah. Uh, we have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tyrod's like um I don't even know who you would compare him to. Maybe Teddy, but can run a little bit. I mean that's he, yeah, I don't even want to he's like yeah, he, he has a better arm than Teddy in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. He can launch it a little bit. Yeah. Um so, like we said, Davis Mills going to start mm-hmm. here. Um, don't know a ton about him. I mean, you you probably know more about him than anybody just kind of growing up in that area. Uh, what should we expect yeah, from Davis I, Mills? Anything? You know, he, he didn't look very I good in this, his piece of the game last week. Can, can I be, like, honest with you? Yeah. I think this defense is going to tear him apart. Yeah. I think this defense is going to tear him apart, and I think he's going to have a disastrous game. I really do. If that the defense that played against Jameis shows up in mm-hmm. the same form, man, like I see like a three interception game, maybe no touchdown. Like that's like that's how badly I see him yeah. because like Amendola's out too. Like, mm-hmm. and we saw how physical this defense is. So they're yeah. going to be smacking heads too. It's going to be a Thursday game. Guys are going to be tired, not going to going to want to play. It's Thursday night. Yeah, the light shining on you. You're playing against this hot track team. Like uh, it's a perfect storm for a beatdown, and I'm so excited. I'm it so is. excited. I mean, just looking at at the game uh, last week against the Texans, like you know, Houston was right in that game at halftime, 14-14. Tyrod looked pretty good. He was 10 for 11, 125 yards and a touchdown. Um, also had a rushing touchdown, one for 15 yards and a rushing touchdown. Davis Mills comes in eight for 18, one touchdown, one interception, um, QBR of 10. You know, and they, yep. and they ended up getting – and they lose by 10. So, he doesn't even have a full week to prepare for this team. <laughs> For his first start, I mean, it, for it just his first start. Things are lining up poorly <laughs> yeah. for him. <laughs> it's not looking great for him. I'm not gonna no. lie to you. That's why I said what I said. Like, yeah. listen, we see what we see, and like, you have a QBR of ten going up against this deep. Like, listen, the Browns mm-hmm. defense. Like, let's let's just be honest. The Browns defense. The Browns in general are super impressive. Yeah. So let's not take any credit away from them, but at the same time. You got to go from them to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. I'm sorry, bro. On a I'm short sorry, week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, be a rough, rough night for him. 
Well, Vegas seems to agree. Uh, my bookie has the Panthers favored by seven and a half. This is the Panthers were underdogs by four and a half at home last week. Now they are mm-hmm. favored by seven and a half on the road <laughs> this week. That's a swing of one week. That's like what, 12 points or 10, 11 points. I mean, does, that doesn't happen very often. And I know it's Davis Mills. I know, you know, that, that plays a large role, but I, I don't remember the Panthers being favored on the road by seven and a half points in a long time. I guess anyway. I haven't, I haven't seen the Panthers receive this much love from the media in a while, to be honest with you. Like, I'm looking on ESPN. They're talking about the Panthers. I'm looking on FS1. They're talking about the Panthers. Pancake, we always talk about the Panthers because we show love to the cats on here. But, so do we. So do um, we. like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And so, like, just seeing the Panthers everywhere, is, it makes me a little nervous because, like, mm-hmm. what if that trap game comes and it's like, oh, they were never real. They're pretenders, this and that. And I'm really not trying to hear that, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, yeah. Well, Matt Rule, um, I watched his press conference today and he he basically said the same thing. He was like, "It's we're 2-0. Mm-hmm. Um, if this is the most impressive win we have at the end of the year, then we have failed. You know, basically talking yeah. about last week. So I like that. I like hearing that. Love that. They're not drinking their own Kool-Aid at the moment. Mm-hmm. So that's that's good to hear. Um, let's talk about some of these matchups. So we, we sort of talked about <clears throat> Panthers pass rush versus the rookie QB. I mean, Reddick, you know, I was a little hesitant about Reddick mm-hmm. coming. Like, I love the deal. I, you know, it was a no-brainer to bring him in, especially at, at that price. Um, but I didn't know if he was going to be – the 12 sack guy like he was last year because he had most of those in one game, you know? Yeah. And he was really strong down the, down the um, stretch, but they have him playing, I guess, in the right system in the right spots. He is dominant. He and Burns on the other side are there. It's, it's scary. Is there a better nice. tandem in the league right now off the edge? Oh, no. You put is there a better tandem? I don't know if there's is a better, there, there might be a tandem there, that's man? as good. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think because, like, I don't want to sit up here and say this and then, like, people come in. Oh, what about Sellers? Honestly, like, look, they're leading the head. league in sacks right no, now. And we're just two, two weeks in. You know, we're not saying this is going to be – these are the guys, you know, for the rest of the season. But right now, I don't know anybody that's playing better as a tandem. Like, as, a, as a complete unit. Yeah. yeah. Panthers are number one right now. For me, yeah. anyway. I mean well, – Bias All the stats high. agree, you know. <laughs> I stats favor us. So. Yeah, they're number Hopefully one in they sacks. They're number one in points allowed. They're number one in yards allowed, passing and rushing. I mean, they're everything is coming up Panthers right now. So yeah, you know, I, I there's going to be people that listen to this and say, ah, oh, you know, homers, you you know, whatever. Right. But we got the numbers to back us up right now. So say what you want. Because mm-hmm. I think after this game, those numbers are only going to be going up, baby. Like, that's – yeah. talk to me after the Cowboys game, maybe. But after this game – Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're still looking pretty good, I think. And for those who are listening, like, I'm not, like, the typical, like, Panthers optimist at all. Like, most of the time, I'm the pessimist, really. I'm yeah. like, oh, 
the O-line stinks, so that's why we're going to lose this game. Or our secondary is not that good, so that's why we're going to get torched for 300-plus yards. Like, But now I'm looking up, and it's like – it's confusing me, man. It's confusing me. So we can see – I got to I gotta wait for the test game. Let me yeah. look at this schedule and see what the test game is going to be because obviously the, the Texans – we're going to talk about it, but they're no test at all, I think going to be even worse than the Saints yeah yeah um we'll get to our predictions a little later on but I have a feeling that we're we're on the same page here <laughs> yeah you know um I would but say, looking yeah go ahead yeah I would say Dallas would be yeah. really the test yeah Dallas is that's going to be a, a fun game to watch um that's going to be the first test I think the first real test looking at the uh O-line for the Texans, you've got, you know, Laramie Tunsil, Marcus Cannon, um, Max Sharping, Justin Britt, Titus Howard. That's kind of their starters. Um, any of those guys scare you? Uh, should any of those guys worry us uh, at, when we hope to see this defense dominate again? I'm curious to see the Tunsil matchup between – I guess Reddick or Burns, but honestly, we saw what they did to Armstead. So yeah. <laughs> if they did that to Armstead, I think very highly of Armstead. I think Armstead is borderline top five tackle period in the league, left mm-hmm. or right. Doesn't matter. I think Armstead is very solid. Yeah. And them boys put work on him this yeah. past. Summer. So the Saints are considered better than Armstead, so yeah, the Saints are considered one of the better better offensive lines in the league, mm-hmm. and they got they got wrecked. Worked. I, mean, I mean, it wasn't even close. Um, yeah, Marcus Cannon has has graded out pretty good so far this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Their other tackle, and then their center, Justin Britt's graded out very well. So, yeah. you know, I think um, I don't see anything really that that makes me think that they're going to be able to stop what we've seen so far. Uh, I think this is a good matchup for the D-line. Let's look at the other side. Panthers O-line versus the Texans pass rush. Mm -hmm. Um, Panthers O-line, we mentioned a little bit, is uh, a little injured. But they're not going up against what you would consider the best pass rush in the league by any means, right? Any means. Like, okay, so we have Winnie Merciless, Mm -hmm. a vet, a true vet. Great name. Yeah, yeah, but that's... fantastic game as well. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm not too worried about him. No. I feel like you know Cam Irving's not like the greatest tackle in the world, but should be able to hold his own. He yeah. should be fine. Yeah, everyone else, honestly, like it's a toss up in my opinion. Like other than I'd say Moten, it's kind of fifty fifty right now. I feel like the yeah. O line would be like solid, just like yeah. the previous. They should they should be able to protect Sam enough in this game. Yeah, they should be. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, let's look at uh, Panthers receivers versus Texans secondary. I think the secondary for the Texans might be. They're a little you know, they're a little hurt right now. Yeah, yeah. It, it, again, we we just talked about um, Justin Reed is on the mm-hmm. injury report. Not sure if he's going to play. He's probably their best player in the secondary yeah um, panthers could you know if sam's got the time 
they could really put up some numbers. Could really this hurt game. this team. Yeah. <laughs> like all like we're going through the matchups. That's why I said what I said earlier. Yeah. Because listen, if Sam has a good game, like is this secondary? And then like McCaffrey against this front seven. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. It's a perfect storm, I'm telling you. It really is. It really is. Um got Desmond King, Terrence Mitchell, corners, uh, Vernon Hargraves. You know, that's a name you've heard, but it's kind of average at this point. Yawn. A whole um, lot of yawn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Christian Kirksey, linebacker, has graded out well so far this year. You know, he's he's decent. He's solid. Their linebacking core is solid. Yeah. Like, they're not world beaters, but they don't suck either. Yeah. Um, speaking of linebackers, real quick, just kind of uh, diverting – uh, off the matchups how good does Shaq Thompson look can we talk about number seven Shaq yeah. Thompson yeah can we talk about is that all he needed Shaq was Thompson? a number change <laughs> I think that's all he needed like because first of all listen that number seven it, it looked like I was a little I was a little skeptical of the number change thing I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie because I was I'm a little traditional just a little traditional I'm not too deep into it but it's just like uh like we're going to look like college players. Like, okay. But like right. now that I'm seeing it, it, it looks really, really good. And Shaq yeah. Thompson in that number seven might be like my favorite number change. Yeah. He looks so good. Like it's... when he's like popping people and he was like doing his little flex or whatever, mm-hmm. that number seven, it just looks right. Like that's, it just looks right. And he's looked fantastic so far as well. So he's looked like what we, hoped he would look like wanted him to be when yeah. we drafted him exactly i mean he's and and you know last year kind of having to step into that leadership role at linebacker mm-hmm. maybe he wasn't ready for it um didn't look great last year that it looked okay but he wasn't you know, what right. we hoped yeah right he wasn't mm-hmm. what we hoped this year man and carter too jermaine carter's looked jermaine carter's looked stepped really up good. remember yeah. in camp remember in camp it was like this big thing when he switched mm-hmm. and yeah. now yeah. like he's been performing. So listen, this coaching staff kind of knows what they're doing. They kind of do. Saying, fans. They kind of do. <laughs> yeah. Phil Snow, man. Trust, like trust Phil it. Snow's trust he's getting trust. all the love, you know, mm-hmm. right now. And, you know, this time last year, even a few weeks further down in the season last year, watching this defense play, we were like, Phil Snow, like, is he too old? Does he, can he do NFL? Right. Is he, is he ready for this? And now, like, he's probably the coach that I have the most confidence in, you know? Exactly. Isn't that crazy? Isn't it crazy how the narrative changes? Yeah, it really is. Um, I've always been, you know, a fan of giving Rule time, you know, really the whole staff, but giving Rule especially because he's kind of the the centerpiece of the coaching staff, just giving them time to see what, what they can do. Give them three years before we really judge what they're doing. They're ahead of schedule, man. Like, this is... They've got players, and it really is just if Darnold works, mm-hmm. then that's it. That's the piece, you know? <laughs> it's worked out so far. So far. Um, I wanted to say uh, one more matchup here, and then, you know, if you've got any that you wanted to look at. But Brandon Cooks, uh, he's had a really good season so far for the Texans. Um I know a lot is going to depend on if Mills can actually get him the ball, but Cooks against Horn or Jackson, um, not sure who would play on Cooks, but 
Do you see any? Uh, do you, for, you are you worried at all about Brandon Cooks? I'm not worried about. You're not Brandon worried about. You're not a Brandon Cooks. Fan. <laughs> I'm, not trying to be disrespectful. <laughs> I'm really not trying to be disrespectful. But no. Like, there's no one on this football team that I'm. I know. I, I'm, I'm trying to give him a like, little I'm bit. Trying to be. I'm yeah. trying. I don't want to underestimate <laughs> opponents. That's not what we're yeah. about. But listen, I'm looking at all of these names, and none of them are popping off the screen for me. None of I, them. I, I understand. I understand that. I'm, I'm trying to find somebody on their team that that worries me a little. I mean, their running backs don't worry me. We just shut Alvin Kamara down, who's yeah. one of the top five backs in the league. Um, is Brandon Cooks the best receiver the Panthers have faced this year? You have Corey Davis in week one. I think Cooks might be better than him. Is he? I, I like Corey Davis. Corey Davis is a good player. You know, some people like Corey Davis. I've, I've never been a huge fan of Corey Davis, but really? I've never really been a, a huge fan of Brandon Cooks either. I've never been like a big yeah. Brandon Cooks guy, like ever. He it's Ted Ginn 2.0. Yeah. My, like, I'm, I'm just trying. I'm, you know, they got Philip Lindsay as a running back. Eh. Mm-hmm. Nobody. It's nobody. David Johnson. Thing, you know, mm-hmm. is he still in the league? Like. <laughs> I mean, I he's, actually do like, like I like David Johnson. I like David Johnson. He's good. <laughs> like he's he's a he's another true vet. You know, he's yeah. been around. He's been around yeah. for years. So I listen, like this this defense. Oh, Phil Snow. Get Phil Snow, man. I need to talk about Phil Snow because the scheme that he has set in place is a scheme that he developed last year. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people don't understand that. And shout out to my guy, uh JP Acosta, Pancake. Um, great Twitter follow, by the way. Great Twitter follow. Football IQ through the roof. Follow that man. But he actually dropped an article about the Panthers defense and how this year there have been more wrinkles in the defense. So there's more variations of certain blitzes and certain, you know, zones. And now we're running man because we Mm -hmm. have the personnel that actually run everything. And so everything is lining up into place and it's so beautiful and it's so terrifying because it's it the Panthers and the Panthers aren't supposed to be. <laughs> no, yeah, we don't, we don't know how to handle success very well. <laughs> we don't, we don't. It terrifies us. But that was, yeah. I mean, that was the thing last year, right? They played so much zone and then they draft this, this corner who excels mm-hmm. at man. Yeah. And we're like, okay, well they okay. better change their whole defense. They better go to, to playing a man defense if that's what they're going to draft. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's what they've done. And it looks great. It, it works. Like this is what the, the personnel is for. Mm-hmm. And because we have the personnel to do certain things, we're able to send more heat, which mm-hmm. is why Brian Burns is able to be even more effective because when the O-line is thinking of a blitz, you got this guy who runs a freaking, what, 4-4-40? Yeah, he's a beast. 4-4-5, I mean, whatever yeah. he runs. It's yeah. ridiculous. And the knock and on so, him coming out was that he was undersized. Like he's it's I remember this. Yeah. And like I'm gonna say this now because like I'm retired from football and all that. <laughs> I had our D line coach in college actually told me that Brian Burns wasn't gonna be a good ball player. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and and like I'm just gonna say, like his rookie year when he balled out, I, I can say this now. That same year he got fired. So oh, I mean okay. <laughs> Amen. Not a great judge of talent, maybe. That Not a, <laughs> you said it best, man. Let me ask you about this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've been praising really the whole team. Jeremy Chin has been a little quiet 
this year. You haven't heard Jeremy Chin's name a lot out there. I know he's switched positions. Like he's, he's playing a lot more safety now. Did the move to safety, was it good for Jeremy Chin? I think so because like dude is still learning out there. I mean, it's yeah. his second year. I'm glad that they made the switch this early instead of like years later, like they did with Shaq Thompson, mm-hmm. because I feel like he looks good. Like he doesn't look like he's struggling out there. It looks like he's learning at times and he's yeah. a step too slow every now and then. But when it comes to run support, I mean, he's the same Jeremy Chen that we know and love. When it comes to the pass game, I mean, he's always needed to adjust. Yeah. I think I feel yeah. like that was like something he needed to work on over the off season. And so we're still seeing him grow in front of our eyes. And sure, we're not hearing his name too much, but he's definitely out there. And he's definitely making an impact. Yeah, you know, I don't hear him, you know, the big plays, right, that we got from right. him last year where he's, you know, just up in the box and just ready to mm-hmm. go every play. You know, he's just not there anymore. And that was a little concerning when they, to me, when they said they were going to move him back. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons, game. yeah, one of the reasons they said was to preserve him, essentially, which made me think, okay, they, so they don't want him as involved uh, in you know, tackling and, and, you know, what he was really good at last year, you know, he was kind of picked up for the lack of Shaq Thompson last year. Right. And, and just sort of filled in for that. Now Shaq is amazing. So maybe Shaq getting that space, you know, I I'd rather have this, what I have now, but right. um, I don't know. I just, just wanted to ask you that, but I'm glad you think he's still mm-hmm. being impactful back there. Yeah, he is. And then he's like, Honestly, I feel like the offenses are kind of scared to throw his way because he'll pop their receivers every mm-hmm. now and then. Yeah. That's just my take because, I mean, this is already a physical defense, and do you really want to see your receiver, like, get popped on a post route? No, you don't. <laughs> so it is yeah. what it is. There's a lot of guys on this team that are going to pop somebody. Um, Dante Jackson, like. Dante Talk Jackson about, yeah. got an open field tackle on Kamara, and I was so proud, man. I was so proud. I've seen that clip like, I don't know. I probably watched it 15 times in a row the other day. It was beautiful. It was perfect. I mean, it's what, you know, again, the tackling was one of his down, you know, Boys, one of the things yeah. that he really needed to work on. Is, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that, and, you know, overplaying or relying too much on his speed. He has grown up. Like he is, he's legit mm-hmm. too. Uh, there's so many guys on this team we need to pay coming up like <laughs> i'm so worried hey, your players yeah i think yeah. i think i think um fitter is going to do the right thing though yeah he's got i think to. he's going to do right this the horn jackson thing they're both still young you know jackson's still young i mean mm-hmm. oh gosh it's just the we're gonna have the, to pay brian burns gotta pay brian burns gotta pay dj Moore. like we haven't even mm-hmm. talked about the wide receivers mm-hmm. uh, you know wide receivers well, robbie got paid yeah robbie got paid Robbie has not been as involved as I thought he might be, um, especially with Sam, you know, knowing, having that connection. Um, I think, I think Robbie's got four catches so far this year. Hmm. Are you concerned about that at all? Yeah. He only had one in week one and they had three last week. I'm not too concerned because DJ Moore is wide receiver number one period point blank. And people were confused last year talking about, is Robbie? No, he's not better than DJ Moore. He's not. And so I'm glad DJ Moore is taking up the majority of the time. Yeah. Those people, those people are not Panthers fans. 
they, they don't, don't they don't watch the team <laughs> yeah they don't watch um, football for real they just right. they just look at names and assume mm-hmm. Fan, fantasy guys um yeah i mean uh terrace marshall we haven't really talked about terrace marshall he's you know, zilstra of course had the big game last week and you know the, the zilstra. yeah mm-hmm. um but terrace marshall seems to be you know jerry and i have talked about in two years terrace marshall might be you know that terrace marshall uh dj Moore tandem could be the the guys but then they signed robbie anderson so now they could have all three of these guys or did they sign Robbie Anderson thinking that they might lose DJ Moore because he's, you know, yeah. Yeah. You know, we're going to enjoy it now while we have everybody. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just enjoy it now. We went in games, it. we do our thing, you know, so we just going to live in the moment. Yeah. Any other uh, matchups you wanted to discuss here? I mean, we kind of went over most of them, I think. I'm really trying, like, I'm really trying to show respect to the Texans. <laughs> like, for those who are listening, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a homer. I genuinely don't do this with the Panthers that often. Yeah. But this could be really bad, like, 35 to 3, like, 42 hold your, to, like, hold, 10. Your, hold your prediction. Hold your prediction. My fault. I'm not saying that's not my official prediction. Yeah, but it could be that. Could bad. be. Yeah, it could be that bad. Well, Jason, if you feel that strongly, mm-hmm. you might want to consider going to mybookie.com and placing a little wager on the Panthers. Winning season has started off hot, but my bookie is continuing to crank up the heat with a fifty thousand dollars survivor contest. Whether you're a new or existing customer, if you've made a deposit with MyBookie, you'll earn an entry into the $50,000 contest absolutely free. To play, all you have to do is pick one winner a week and keep your streak alive to have a shot at the grand prize. So it's like an eliminator contest, right? That we we all play eliminator contests. Um, start off strong with the Ravens pick against the Lions this week. Um, Baltimore hasn't been beaten by the Lions since Lamar Jackson was in second grade. <laughs> yeah. so, i think we know where we go with that one exactly um or you could take on the steelers looking to get back on this uh back on their winning streak against the Bengals. um either way it's simple to play simple to win and even if you don't have a ton of betting experience it's uh, easy to get in uh head to mybookie.ag right now get in on the competition and use the promo code meow to receive double your first deposit and get an instant access to the $50,000 survivor pool. Again, that's promo code MEOW, instantly doubling your first deposit. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. All right. Let's get into our predictions. Um, Jerry sent me his predictions. So hey, we're going to do our, yeah, we'll do our bold predictions first. So okay, Jerry's bold prediction, and you actually mentioned it earlier. I kind of laughed. Okay. Uh, is that Davis Mills is going to throw three interceptions in this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that a That's bold a prediction? prediction? Is that bold enough? <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like people on the outside would be like, that's a bold prediction. Yeah. But knowing what I know, I would say for a general, in general, it's a bold prediction. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll okay. go. We'll, we'll accept that, Jerry. Um. Mm-hmm. My bold prediction for this game, I think that we're going to have a 200-yard receiver 
one of our receivers, I don't know who, I'm not going to box myself in on who. Okay. Could be DJ Moore, could be Robbie Anderson, could be Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. One of them is going to have 200 receiving yards in this game. Wow. Honestly, yeah. I could definitely see that. Could see it as well. Could see it. Oh, but you, you wow. got any bold predictions? Okay, I think I do have one actually. So, my bold prediction is that. Hmm, let Let's go there. I think that. Oh my goodness! I'm really about to say this out loud, and it's so so crazy to me. Do it. I think that this defense could generate. Five turnovers. Five turnovers this Thursday. That would be great. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? That would be fun to see. That's a bold prediction. That's a bold prediction. There we go. Jerry, your three interceptions. Come on, Jerry. Come on. Three interceptions. Step your game up, man. (laughs) I like it. Um, All right, game predictions. So, again, Jerry did send me his. Panthers 27, Texans 13. Jerry's prediction. Mine's very similar. Um, Panthers 28, Texans 14. So basically the same spread. I think we'll win by a couple of touchdowns. Um, Now you're going to go big here, right? 48 to two, something like you're going (laughs) something crazy. All right. So that was like best case scenario. Yeah. (laughs) So it's still the Panthers and there's still going to be some growing pains and this is still a young team. So my prediction would be let's go. Panthers 28, Texans 10. Yeah. 28, 10. That, that's perfectly realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we might be giving them too much credit thinking that they could score two touchdowns. I mean, honestly. Yeah, I think um, you are, to be honest. Yeah, could be some garbage time in there. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, all right. Well, before we end, we're going to take a quick look at the other NFC South games and just kind of, you know, general – uh you know uh, thoughts about them i guess um probably the most the least one i'm interested in is atlanta at uh, the giants don't really care much about that game yeah yeah they're they're both bums (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) atlanta could win that game i guess um i still yeah i I think atlanta yeah you know what i think new york could actually get them i think new york could actually be the same because Listen, Atlanta's not good. They're trash. There was a <laughs> lot of changes. there was a lot of Atlanta love from the national media before the season. Like a lot of people were picking mm-hmm. them to finish second in the division, make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I didn't see it. Jerry and I did our our uh, NFC South. We went position by position, every single team, mm-hmm. and constantly Atlanta was at the bottom. You know, it was either Atlanta or Carolina at the bottom um, of a lot of the positions, but Atlanta almost constantly at the bottom. I, I don't, I, I never saw what everyone else saw, and now everyone else is seeing what we saw. So, um, New Orleans is heading to New England, taking on the rookie Mac Jones. Uh, that could be an interesting game, I guess. New England probably wins that one. Agreed. I think New England takes it. I feel like Belichick has good enough system to pretty yeah it could shut down the get make Jameis be Jameis 
yeah, I think that's going to happen again. So, But maybe the most interesting game of the week, Tampa at the Rams. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, that's going to be a fun game to watch. Be a really fun game. Yeah. Any thoughts on who's going to win that game? I mean, is Brady going to throw another five touchdowns? He is just unreal right now. I don't think he's going to do all that. Not with Ramsey. No, sir. But yeah. um, did, did he finally cool him down, you think? Mm. Do the Panthers come out of week three in first place? Is Jason Hewitt of the Pancake Podcast predicting the Panthers in first place after week three? Honestly. <laughs> Nah, I think oh, okay. no, nah, I think Tampa's <laughs> gonna beat LA. No, nah, let me not play myself. LA is a good football team, but I I'm I've watched Tampa. Tampa scares me. Tampa yeah, Tampa's still really Tampa. good. Mm-hmm. They're so they good. They brought everybody back from last year. Everyone's back. And they Everyone's added back. to it. <laughs> like ridiculous. It's insane. It's insane. Um all right, Jason. Well, tell us where we can find you, man. All right, so you can find me personally on Twitter at Jason Hewitt 50, and you can follow Pancaked at Pancaked Tweets on Twitter as well. Be sure to show love to the Pancake Podcast. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, and we're also on YouTube. So be sure to like and subscribe on there. And that's all I got. Thank you again for having me on. Love the show. Of course, man. Much love. Yeah, we, we have you on anytime. You know that. Um, sure. You can find Meow Mix on Twitter as well at Meow Mix Podcast. Uh, you know, Jerry usually writes all this out. I don't have it all. So um, like and subscribe <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all that. Everywhere you can find Pancake, Pancake you can find Meow Mix. Um, and we'll be back on probably Friday morning. I think Jerry's going to be available. So we will recap the game. Hopefully a big Panthers win. Uh, But until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding.